This week we're talking about July 31st through August 6th. The full moon in Aquarius is offering us a time to raise the vibration within our communities through releasing the joy of our hearts. Embrace your individuality through shining your light and sharing your warmth. The weekly transit. Astrology is a language that communicates how the planets and stars influence life on Earth. I'm Scott Tajarian. I'm an interpreter of this language. Join me and my co-host, Ingrid Iverson, who helps bring an even more practical look at this astral language. The Weekly Transit is here to bring clarity to the chaos so you can ride the planetary waves instead of the planets riding you. The Weekly Transit. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Scott. Hi, Ingrid. How are you? Uh, you know, I'm feeling a little depleted. Yeah. Had a very busy, I don't, it's just been a continuation over the last, I guess, like couple of months now, but we had, me and my friends had this flea market this weekend. So we did all this art stuff together, but preparing for it was like a lot of energy. Mm -hmm. I haven't really been at the club much, just been like making art, organizing, collecting furniture pieces and like mirrors and deciding what art goes where and collaborating so it's been extra fun and also extra tiring half my furniture isn't at my house it's still over at chris's because we used a bunch of stuff for display and i made this coffee table that i was trying to sell and i just feel like there's uh the aftermath of all of the chaos is still kind of lingering like i cleaned my kitchen and my living room up yesterday and then my air conditioner started leaking everywhere. It was just like, I can't seem to quite put all the pieces back together and like have just a smooth day. I did a bunch of cleaning and then I went to the club and now I'm tired and I'm like, shit, I need like, a, I still need to finish my regroup day where I gather all my belongings and like feel rested. And when's that a, happening? I honestly don't know. Today I should probably, I just haven't been at the club. So I probably should go to work today. And then tomorrow I have a food meeting with um, Geo. So I'll have to do something before in the morning to get shit together. Yeah. Or maybe today after we record, I can do a little bit more. I think okay. I just need groceries and to finish my, my cleanup. How do you feel about the flea market? You know, I think we were at the wrong flea market, but I had a great time. I got a lot of really good feedback and... The guy was, running it was really excited about. I know he was, it was so complimentary. He was like, "This is yeah. the most beautiful booth ever. Like everyone should look like yours." Yeah, it was. I think it was number one, way too fucking hot. It was like the hottest day of the year so far. Everyone was melting down and just melting in general. Was and, hot. Yeah, and then also I think it was, the Melrose one is going to be good for you. Yeah, I think Melrose and someone mentioned the Los Feliz one. They have more. Art. I haven't been to that one. Me neither. The Melrose one is like. It's like art stuff. Well, and it's got like that rocker vibe. Okay. okay. Which is like what you guys are about. You know, it's like you had a guitar there. You got all these like kind of like a lot of pop culture stuff. Yeah, like flash tattoo inspired vintage cartoon stuff. Yeah. I think it would be. I think the Melrose one is the right spot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what's next? You know, I, well, I wanted to touch on last week, which I think you mentioned was like a lot of Libra energy. Well, the moon was in Libra. 
but the it was a lot of Venus energy because okay. a lot of planets were were transiting with Venus last week. The moon was transiting in aspect to Venus through three different signs, through Libra, Scorpio, and Sagittarius. Mercury formed a conjunction with Venus before it moved into Virgo. So in in this whole Venus energy, it's it's like this stuck energy because last week Venus was, it had just begun its retrograde. So it was oh. stuck at 28 degrees, creates maybe some stagnation in relationships. There's maybe some big dramatic expressions of oh. heart and feeling <laughs> in relationships. Oh yes. The lion, you know, roaring in relationships. Mm -hmm. And then the moon touching on that point three different times, which is going to stimulate that even more, mm -hmm. especially when the moon was in Scorpio squaring Venus. That could really bring up some, I mean, I think in all, karmic of, bonds. all of these things, there was definitely a little bit of emotional drama happening and maybe some stuff from the past. And I'm hoping that by maybe revisiting some of these points of agitation, that there will be some healing involved in moving forward. Because sometimes mm -hmm. there needs to be, I mean, the retrograde is the revisiting and the shakeup of old shit. We need to revisit it so we can kind of move through it. So I'm hoping to have some clearing of the energy. Um, you know, I feel like there was a bit of aftermath of conflict and I would like I would like everything to be resolved. So we'll see how that all plays out. But I'm really into not having drama. I'm into having peace. I'm into productivity. I'm into not having stress. So the only thing I can do is change my energy and communicate as clearly as possible and not be as reactive as much as I can, which involves self-care, enough rest, enough food, having yeah. my house be clean and organized, having structure. Mm -hmm. And then that's when I can show up best to the relationships in the most peaceful and uh, like nourishing way possible, especially if someone mm -hmm. else is going through something like the only thing I can do is nourish myself so i can respond as opposed to react yes love all that so i'm very curious about what's in store for us this week because i felt like there was a lot of <laughs> chaos and i'm just like i'm mm -hmm. over it mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm really over the chaos like i understand that it just happens but <laughs> i'm not a fan and yeah. i'm too tired i have too much going on and i'm too tired to be having a drama truly well this is leo season Leo season is drama season. You know, I mean, it's like this. Everyone's is... just too hot. They're just too hot, and it's just blowing up. Exactly, exactly. And then we've got this like lingering squaring between Pluto and Capricorn, and the North Node in Aries, which is really challenging. You know, our self-expression and authority maybe a death of the old way of the way things have been planned in the past and maybe it can be shifted for the better just a different way of doing things mm -hmm. being more open to someone else's ideas that is really good at planning and organizing because that's not really like i can give my feedback but i don't want to make 
there's certain things that I don't want to do. Even just like packing the car for these things. I don't want to do that. I'm not good at it. Like I don't want to pack the car. Just tell me what to do and I'll do it. It's not going to be good if I pack the car. It's going to take me 10 times as long and we're not going to fit everything. So just like figuring out who does what best, who has the most efficient and peaceful way of accomplishing the goals and being open to criticism and doing things in a new way so we can work in the most efficient way possible and have the least amount of agitation possible. And I think that that's, that is, that's totally possible by communicating about what our strengths are and what our weaknesses are. So hopefully having some growth in terms of how we move forward. And I mean, I think it's always just important after any sort of like big event or production to just meet and talk about what went right, what went wrong. And I think that's always been a pattern. So everyone was so tired. I just like fell asleep on the couch. So we haven't really gotten to give all of our ideas on how to make things better and who does what better than who like i think that's just like an important conversation not even like a negative conversation maybe my virgo nature it's like okay now we need to critique it we did the leo thing we all came out we did our thing it was a bunch of hype stuff we put ourselves out there and now we need to revisit it and kind of critique what what is good about it what is not good so we can progress yeah well this is part of the this is how Leo and Virgo complement each other because they're they're neighbors. Hmm. Virgo comes after Leo. The sun is in Leo right now. The hmm. sun rules Leo. It's in its most powerful position. It's it's opening our heart, hmm. our desire for fun and joy yeah. and playfulness. Mercury, the planet of communication and the conscious mind is transiting through Virgo, which is a sign that Mercury rules. So we're seeing so, shit. We're understanding shit. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of support right now. There's several planets in positions of power. There's the sun in Leo. There's Mercury in Virgo. There's Neptune in Pisces which is also a position of power for Neptune. So these three planets are in the signs that they rule. Neptune is the unconscious. It's the dream world. Mercury is the conscious. It's reality. The sun is the energy that is fueling the mind. So this is where the focus is right now in all these areas. How do we bring the dream into reality and how does that satisfy the desires of our heart? I mean, I think we touched a couple weeks ago, like maybe a couple weeks ago and then a week ago on being aware of our values and if our goals are reflecting our values or are they not and what we need to do to kind of like shift those things. So maybe we're still in this sort of shift, like what it is we want to accomplish, how does that fulfill our actual values and what are we going to do differently to get there? What are we going to shift to make our unconscious dream world come to reality? If that's what we really want, is it a daydream or is it something that we really want to accomplish? And I think that over the last few weeks, it seems like everyone really wants to do art stuff, wants to motivate each other, wants to work on a team as opposed to by themselves. And I think that that like, there's definitely a shift in having to be like, okay, we're all going to come together, but now we need to learn to work together better. And that's like, you know, the next step. It's like, well, we can make a plan, but then you have to improve upon the plan. Sorry, there's like band-aids everywhere. 
What's happening? Look at what There's happened. Dane's everywhere. Look at what happened. It's not even a good story. It never is. This chaos energy is got is get it's gotten to me. I'm gonna I'm gonna shift gears here on you for a second to give okay. you uh, give a tip that okay. that I that I learned from. Uh, there's this guy you've probably never heard of him, but his name is Shohei Otani. No, I have. I thought you were joking. No, I have not heard of him. Shohei Otani is a baseball player. Okay. And... I love, you have great sports references. They always tie in, <laughs> even though I'm not in the sports world. I'm so excited. And he plays for the Angels. Okay. So, you know, that's Orange County. That's okay. Yeah, exactly. He is an anomaly, this guy. He's, I wish I knew his astrology. If anyone knows Shohei Otani, find out his birth time and send it to me. Yeah. <laughs> I know. He is. In the midst of this season where next year he's going to be a free agent and they're saying that he's going to sign the, the largest, the large, like by far the largest contract in the history of baseball, because not only is he an elite hitter, Mm -hmm. but he is an elite pitcher. Nobody is both. Nobody does both. You're either a great pitcher or a great hitter, but you're not both. And he's both. So he is an anomaly. You, they ask, and he's a very simple guy, very quiet. Like he has his translator who's always translating things for him. He, he's never speaking English, but he, you just, you, he seems like a really affable, nice, sweet, kind person. They asked him, like, what his secret to success was. You know what he said it was? No. Sleep. I believe that. I mean, sleep. I do. He's like, it's all about sleep. Yeah, rest. It's so important. Yes. I mean, when I don't feel like, I know that I'm not my best when I don't sleep. I know it. Yeah, I can. I can. That's function. why I'm telling you this. I can function, if- but <laughs> right now is about following your heart. The Leo energy. It's about opening everyone's heart. So, are you enjoying what you're doing? And then that efficiency piece that you like so much because that's Virgo. How can we how can we create an efficiency within the joy so that I have plenty of time to rest and recover and take care of myself? You know, Virgo is not just about efficiency or what is efficiency about? Efficiency. Like when I think of Virgo, I think of the nun. And when I think of the nun or the virgin, I think of the nun. The virgin is the nun. Who's the nun? The nun is Mother Teresa. Where was Mo- where was the son when Mother Teresa was born? I don't know. Virgo. Because okay. she's the virgin, the nun. It's no coincidence. If Mother Teresa was running around haphazardly <laughs> like a hot mess, she wouldn't, the club. Able- <laughs> yeah, she wouldn't be able to help the people of Calcutta where she was of service to them for so many years yeah so it's about taking care of yourself first making sure that you have everything that you need in the material realm food the sleep Mm. the clothing all those sorts of things and once you have that 
then you can contribute to something. Then you can be of service to something. Summertime energy just feels like it's hard to do all those things because there's so much to do. And taking advantage of like the energy while it's hot, you know, while things are happening, taking advantage of the momentum and yes. not, not overdoing it. Not overdoing it. At, exactly. at the same time, like the balance of doing all the things without doing too much. Like Shohei Otani would say that he learned that when he's taking batting practice, it's better to swing the bat in a great way 40 times than swing it 100 times. Mm -hmm. It's about having 40 great swings yeah. instead of just 100 swings. Yeah. So really boiling it down to what is really important because if we're going in too many directions then we're spreading ourselves thin it's true that's very true and now we're depleted do we want to move into this week <laughs> yes we can move into this week i wanted to remind everyone that uh, i'm teaching another basics of astrology class it's a 90 minute class this sunday august 6th you get a free download of the digital copy of the book, The Basics of Astrology. We're going to be covering all the symbols. There's going to be plenty of time for questions. So anyone in the class that has questions, know what these questions are. Ask me these questions. We can get into a discussion. I want to help you learn how to read your chart so that when you look at your chart, it doesn't look like a bunch of crazy symbols. It actually is speaking to you. It makes sense. I understand this. So the class is going to be recorded. So you'll have it. If you, if you can't make the class, but you still want the recording, just sign up for the class. Everyone who signs up for the class will get the recording. But the recording is there so that you can go back and listen again mm -hmm. and again. And again, and again, and again, and again, and again. I'm going to give you examples of charts that are going to help make sense of what I'm talking about. This is a language. I want to help you become conversational, if not fluent, in this language. I mean, this class, I mean, didn't exist before, but I feel like the basics of astrology, me helping you create the book is how I am able to be conversational now. And I think mm -hmm. it's very simple and very straightforward and just having some FaceTime with you to explain things like your little meanings and sayings and phrases behind everything helps me so much. And especially if there's a bunch of other classes that Scott has been building on. And I definitely think to get the most out of the podcast and the other courses that you have, the start is the basics of astrology. The book is normally $10 for a digital download or $30 for a uh, paperback copy. You can get them on Amazon or your Kindle for a download or uh, you can get it sent to you. But yeah, you get a free digital download. So it's a pretty good deal. And you get some FaceTime with Scott, which is always nice. Yes. And I mean, people just love your classes. I think mm. one of the, I think what you're like, most passionate about is like teaching people like you said it's like it's about teaching yeah. people to be able to 
decode things themselves because you get more insight. Like I'm able to understand more just because I can look at the signs and symbols and get the meaning from them without having to wait for you to explain them to me. I can just kind of wait for your translation where I'm like, okay, kind of have a feel for what's happening. How do I, you know, make it the most impactful? Like I'm going to look to you to tell me like, okay, this is how you use that energy without having to explain each piece of the puzzle. It's like I get more from what you tell me when I understand the basics of what are, what are already happening. Yes. It's so the foundation. Yeah. It's the foundation to, to build your knowledge of yeah. this ancient language. Yeah. And it is my passion to teach and I'm, you know, I'm a projector. So it's like, if you're fueling, if your energy is up, then I'm, my energy is going to be up and that's where things are really going to be flowing. And that's where we're at this like heightened level and the energy is going back and forth and things are clicking. The brain is sparking. And that's when, you know, when I'm really inspired like that, that's when I just come up with all these different metaphors and stuff where people will say, Oh my God, I'm so like that thing you said, that is what really made yeah. it click for me. So I don't know what that will be in this class, but it will be something if you Everybody are there. Bring it. Everybody bring it. Everybody bring your excitement. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Light sky up. So, yes, exactly. Exactly. Um, would we like to thank our sponsors? Let's thank our sponsors. We want to thank. <laughs> yes. We want to thank Brenna, Nicole, Samantha, Kendra, Larry, Jasmine, Janelle, Vincent and Michelle, Aline, Cassie, Merdinus, Brooke, Ricky, Amaranth, Annie, Haley, and Carrie. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you all so much. It allows us to spend more time doing what we love, sharing the planets and stars with you. And if you'd like to donate to the podcast, the link is in the show notes. It's under support. You can donate $1, $5, or $10 a month. It really helps. You can also rate the podcast five stars. You can write us a review. You can go on Amazon and write the basics of astrology book a review. You can share it with your friends. All of those things help. Also, if you are not looking at our beautiful faces, we are on Spotify and YouTube. If you subscribe to the YouTube channel, even if you don't watch YouTube, that's also very helpful. We're trying to get to a thousand subscribers so we can get monetized there. That would be amazing if you would help us do that. Yes. Right. Are you ready to get into yeah. the week? Let's jump into the week. Tell us what the fuck is going on next. <laughs> I already see a square and I'm pissed. Oh, yes, I know. <laughs> Thanks, Scott. Look yeah, what you did. It, it's my fault. <laughs> You're doing this to us. <laughs> yes, exactly. Squares are what gets us out of bed in the morning. You know, this is the week of July 31st to August 6th. And yes, we begin with the square, the squaring transit that we've been talking about for the last two weeks, which is the North Node, the soul's purpose, karmic pathway of the soul in the cardinal fire sign symbolized by the ram, Aries, forming that square to Pluto, the god of death, lord of the underworld, the planet of transformation in the cardinal earth sign symbolized by the goat Capricorn which is forming a conjunction with the moon, the planet of emotions in Capricorn, which is also squaring the North node in Aries. So yeah, what? tension right off the bat. 
with the moon conjunct Pluto squaring the North Node. It's bringing that emotional sensitivity. Like we may be starting the week or, or carrying in from the weekend a sense of real ambition. Like what am I? What am I working towards? Am I? Am I getting any closer to my goals? Yeah, I mean, it feels like I'm on a on a treadmill sometimes, and it's like I'm not getting any closer. It's so frustrating. I'm working so hard. Well, the the squaring of of the North Node in Aries is giving you that extra push, and it may be an uncomfortable push. Maybe there's something about the way that you're ascending to your goals. Maybe mm-hmm. you're you're That's not what I'm being thinking. as a, yeah you're not being as aggressive as you could be as authentic as you could be, not as impulsive as you could be. You need to, to give yourself that extra push to like say, a reignite, a reigniting, yeah. reignite. Exactly. I mean, I think, yeah, that pissed off energy where you're like, nothing's fucking happening. Mm-hmm. I need to like make a push for something. Mm-hmm. I need mm-hmm. something to happen. And I am the only one that's going to make that happen. Yes. Yes. Having exactly. the self-confidence to put your face out there and make the push for, getting what you want to say i'm responsible for this i'm responsible this is what i want i can't leave it for other people to do it for me i've got to do it i my success is up to me that's it and that's it's fucked up because it's like if we don't take responsibility we're just we can just be bummed about it and Mm -hmm. like I think also just maybe igniting the other people in our life to do the same thing. It's like getting people excited and getting ourselves excited, like using that fire energy instead of just being pissed to be like, okay, what can I do about the thing that I want mm-hmm. to be different? Yes. What can we all do to lift each other up and like push each other to like achieve our goals? Well, part of lifting each other up is by lifting yourself up. Mm. Mm-hmm. lifting yourself up you know it's like you're inspiring you know, people by being yes by doing it yes i mean my god like there was a, a few weeks ago uh where the angels were playing the the yankees and the angels they've just been playing so, they were playing so bad like they're they're uh uh like they they'd lost like i think like 10 of the last 11 games And Shohei Otani, though, is just playing out of his mind. And and the the Angels were losing to the Yankees like uh, three to one. And Shohei gets up to bat and there's a guy on base and he hits a home run and he never does this sort of thing. You know, Shohei, he's a he's a cancer. So he's very kind and caring and nurturing. He's a Gemini not moon. Like a sh- not a showman normally. Not a showman. No, no. He's a, he's a Gemini moon, you know, so this is why he has that diversity where he can pitch and hit exceptionally well. But he hit this home run and he watched it and he did something that you never see him do. He flipped the bat, like just he threw the like, black. Yeah, like yeah, exactly. Like just, you know, and was like dramatic and bombastic in his in the way that and then he ran around the bases and he was like yeah screaming and like pumping his fist and the angels came up the next inning and they won the game and like yes exactly like he inspired them by by saying you know what fuck yeah we've got i i'm gonna i'm gonna do it if you're not gonna do it i'm gonna do it and everyone's like well we're gonna do it with you we're gonna i love it so this is it's like how are you gonna be a leader how do you mm. want to be a leader? Mm, mm, mm. 
you want to inspire people. Yeah. You want to fire people up. You want to light them up so that they inspire to do their best. And so, yes, it's a square. It's uncomfortable. Don't shy away from the challenge. Step up. Yeah, step. Yes. Literally step up to the step plate. Up, step up. Step up to the plate. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. So, and look at what happens when we go from from Monday to Tuesday. How literally, like the whole chart lights up here. Hold on, let me do. This I know it's crazy. Look at, look at this. I mean, boom. Shit like, is going on. <laughs> we went from three Shit planets on down. Monday, Tuesday, August first. Like, there's so much happening on this day. Oh my God. Like this is blowing my mind. <laughs> now it's like <laughs> We've got the North node in Aries squaring off with Pluto as it has been like they've been at the same degree since July 17th. So it's like, get it together. Like, how are you going to lead and, and charge towards your goals? How are you holding yourself accountable? It's up to you. This, this alignment, they're finally going to move off of the same degree on August 4th. So we're coming at the end here. This is the crescendo. Push. This is the climax. We've got the full moon in Aquarius. We've got uh we've got Mercury in Virgo opposing Saturn in uh Pisces. And then we've got Mer uh, Mars in Virgo forming a trine with Jupiter in in Taurus. So all these these different alignments here happening at the same time. So let's, let's break it down. Um, one at a time, what does this all mean? And then we're going to put it all together so that it makes I mean, sense. You know, this is, this is the symphony. It's like all the different instruments of the band of the orchestra coming together, playing the same song. That's what this is about. So let's start with, Let's start the with moon. the gift. The full moon? Okay, let's do the full moon, Ingrid. You got it. So the full moon. The full moon is a release. It's a release. It's a release of, of the energy that has built up over the first half of the lunar cycle. You know, the the new moon started what the new moon was in was in uh cancer. That was back on July 17th, the same day that the North Node moved from Taurus to Aries and started squaring Pluto at the exact same degree. So this was back on July 17th. So all the energy that's been building since July 17th, now is the time to release it. So what was July 17th? That was setting your intentions to nurture yourself to be kind and caring to yourself, setting your intentions to delve into your past and forgive yourself and those from your past for any transgressions that occurred because, you know, we've got to let go of this baggage in order to move forward to the next stage. If you want to get to that next stage, then you've got to release the baggage. How do we release the baggage? We do it by nurturing ourselves, by being kind and caring to ourselves. So when you think about the release, this is an Aquarius. It feels like a, a celebration, like you've been doing all this work and now you're like in the community getting to reap the rewards of taking care of yourself reflects in how you show up in your community. Yeah. 
Okay. I like this. You know, like if you're nurturing yourself, if you're being kind and caring to yourself, if you're, if you're forgiving yourself for your past, then the energy that you're, why is this happening before the sun goes into Leo? Like, like think about this. Cancer comes before Leo. We talked about how Leo comes before Virgo. We talked about that at the beginning, but cancer comes before Leo. Leo's the heart. Is the heart more powerful when it's open or when it's closed? It's more powerful when it's open. But in order for the heart to be open, you have to nurture yourself. You have to be kind and caring to yourself. You have to look at the past as a lesson that has led me to this point now, not now as a punishment for my past. So forgiving yourself. When you forgive yourself, you open your heart. When you forgive others, you open your heart. If you're not going to forgive people, then your heart is closed and it's small and it's not powerful. It's a black hole. Yeah. So if you set your intentions and follow through with those intentions and now the sun's in Leo and your heart's open, it's about releasing that joy, that fun, that playfulness to the community. It's about releasing who you are to the community. You know, the interesting thing about Leo and an Aquarius, Aquarius is the community. This is we right here, Aquarius. Leo is me. But the interesting thing about these two signs and their opposition to each other is... Aquarius is ruled by Uranus. Uranus is the planet of revolution, of independence, of uniqueness, nonconformity. If you are living from your heart center, which is the Leo energy, then you are embracing your individuality, which is that Aquarius energy. I think sometimes we forget just by being ourselves that's what lifts other people up. That's what lifts ourselves up. That's what makes us feel fulfilled. And that mm-hmm. affects our relationships. It affects our career. It affects our self-esteem. It pushes us towards healing, like the, like leaning into our North node and Aries energy mm-hmm. just by being who we are naturally. Yes. Yes. Who you are is who you're supposed to be and who you are is a gift to your community. It's that uniqueness that you bring to your team. What is your team? And what are you bringing to your team? You're bringing your heart. Your heart is different than everyone else's heart on the team. It's not better or worse or anything like that. It's just different. So if you're opening your heart and releasing that playful energy then you're elevating the community. When you think of Aquarius, Aquarius is fixed air. It sets the tone. So is the tone down here? Oh, we suck. Everything's terrible. No, Nothing's ever going to work out. Yes. Elevate it up. That's where the sun comes in, in Leo. It's elevating the vibe, raising the vibe. Mm-hmm. This Leo, This Aquarius full moon is about <laughs> lifting the vibe elevating the vibe raising the vibration i mean and then looking at the other alignment mars and virgo it's like like virgo is kind of analyzing things but like we're taking action on whatever (laughs) we have seen we're 
doing something about whatever is or isn't working, whatever we're critiquing is like, okay, we're going to do more of the good shit. We're going to do less of the bad shit. And then that's in turn, it's a trine. So in turn, that's Jupiter expanding our values, expanding our material success. It's coming into fruition by taking action on whatever we see that's working or not working. We're going to reap the reward. It's like an instant reward of doing something. Yes. Yes. Also very summer energy. Both of these, this Leo energy, Mars energy. It's like, get shit done. Yes. Make the change. Do and do something about whatever you've seen. Mars and Virgo is Mars and Virgo could be making you making your, your intestines feel sick. Mm. Uh, because, because this is the God of war yeah. in the sign that rules the intestines. You'll learn that through the basics of astrology. We have our nice uh, man photo there or whatever outline with where <laughs> all well, the different signs. Yeah. Yes, exactly. But you think about this, the God of war and the sign of the intestines. So it's trying to cleanse something out of you. Anything that you're holding on to that is not serving you anymore, it needs to be eliminated. Is it a thought, a negative thought that's holding you back, an attitude that you need to release? Mars is there to, to you Push might back. feel like you're you're at war with yourself in your mind. I mean, making a change is hard as fuck. Like mm. deciding that you need to make a change. I mean, I know things logically where I'm just like, okay, I need to do things differently. Mm-hmm. And now even like, then the next step is in the moment, recognizing what you're doing wrong. Mm-hmm. Still, you're like, oh fuck, I'm doing the thing that I shouldn't be doing, which before maybe you never even noticed you were doing something that wasn't good for you. And now you're like, I shouldn't be eating this. I shouldn't be, mm. you know, I shouldn't be sending this text. I shouldn't be, you know, staying up this late. I should be eating whatever the thing is. And then it's like, now you're recognizing it in the moment. And then the next step of actually changing it mm. is just as fucking hard as noticing it. It's like, okay, mm. well, I know I shouldn't, but I'm still doing it. So like the, that shift, that change, that how do you, you have change? To how do you change those bad habits? Mm-hmm. How do you break those energy. bad habits? Yes. And so, you know, the aspect between Mars in Virgo and Jupiter in Taurus, it's like Jupiter is expanding, like your, your sense of self-worth and what you value. And, and look at the symbol for Jupiter. It's a cross of matter with a crescent of receptivity pointed out. We're projecting into the future. What do you want your future to look like yeah. based on your values? And how can you bring that into your present reality through the actions that you're taking each and every day from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to sleep? Because that is what Mars and Mercury and Virgo are all about. They're about getting your life organized, getting it in order, getting your you on a schedule that is supporting you in your daily life towards following your heart, enjoying, enjoying your, your daily existence in ascending towards your goals. That's what Mars and, and, and Mercury and Virgo are all about. They're about getting your life in order. What are you putting into your body? How is it affecting your mind? What are you putting Mm. into your mind? How is it affecting your body? Mercury is the planet of the conscious mind. It's opposing Saturn. 
In Pisces, the sign of the unconscious, Saturn is forcing us to take a hard look at our guilt, our shame, our regret, our blame. Oh, I should have done it this way. I failed myself, all this sort of stuff. You've got to do the work required to show yourself compassion, to, to integrate these critical thought patterns so that you have understanding, forgiveness, and love for yourself. That's what's happening today on August 1st. So much, so much release, so much focus on the mind, connecting the mind to the heart and releasing any stagnation in the mind that is preventing the heart from being open. Are we ready for, yeah, for Wednesday? Wednesday, August 2nd. The moon has now continued on transiting still through Aquarius. It is now forming a sextile to the North Node in Aries as the North Node continues to square Pluto in Capricorn. So now that we've had that release, that clearing, okay, how am I going to lead in the group? The moon forming a sextile with the North Node in Aries. How can I be a leader in my community? How can I be a leader in the group? Do you know how you can lead? By being yourself. By being yourself. By being authentic. What inspires other people not to be like them, but to be their whole self. They're like, oh, they're bringing yes. it. They're bringing their spirit. And that's what's exciting. It's like, I don't need to be like this person. I just need to bring my excitement, my energy, my life force. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that will be good for everyone. Exactly. Exactly. What are you bringing to the table that is uniquely yours? Because what you're bringing to the table that's uniquely yours is what is most important for you to bring to the table. That's the greatest gift that you can bring is yourself. Okay, moving on to Thursday, August 3rd. Still looking at the North Node in Aries, squaring Pluto in Capricorn. But then we've got Mercury over here all by itself in Virgo at 8 degrees. Wait, why do we just have Mercury by itself here at 8 degrees in Virgo? There must be something significant happening with Mercury. What could that be? Retrograde. Retrograde shadow. Okay, shadow. Retrograde shadow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> good guess, Ingrid. Good guess. I love it. So, yes, Mercury moves into its retrograde shadow today, August 3rd at 8 degrees in Virgo. The retrograde begins on August 23rd at 21 degrees in Virgo. Mercury will be right back here at 8 degrees in Virgo when the retrograde ends on September 15th. So think about that. It's August 3rd right now. Where do you want to be by September 15th when Mercury is right back here at 8 degrees in Virgo? What have you cleared off your plate between August 3rd and September 15th when the retrograde ends? Mercury moves out of its retrograde shadow on September 29th. So from today, August 3rd to September 29th, think about those two dates in between. The retrograde starts on August 23rd. It ends on September 15th. What are you going to clear off your plate between now and yes. then? Yes. How are you going to get organized? Got some shit. I've got some shit to get out. Yes. 
How are you going to become more efficient in your daily life between August 3rd and September 29th? By September 29th, you want to be cooking, flying, flowing. You know, you're you're on this pace now because everything is lined up. Your diet is the way that it needs to be. Your schedule is the way that it needs to be. You're able to get so much more done each and every day because you've done the work to get organized. The threat is during this time, you're going to be frustrated that things aren't organized. And you know what's going to happen? You're going to freak out. You're going to divert yourself into another direction. Oh. You're going to start doing something else. You're going to put down everything. Yep, exactly. Oh, you're like, I'm going to start a new project. Exactly, right. Which is what and I love to do. And it's the last thing that you should do during this phase. Finish. Like, it's Finish, like a complete procrastination, it. like a distraction, yep. where you're like, oh, I'm feeling productive because I have the new energy of the new mm-hmm. project. It's like, bitch, now you have nine projects and now nothing's going to get done. You exactly. Don't, don't get wrapped up in the new energy. Kind of going back to, I don't remember which day, but that fire energy of like, mm-hmm. I need to move some shit forward. Yep. I need to get something done to finish this project. And then bringing that into this retrograde shadow to be like, okay, we need, we have a couple weeks to clear our plate. So we're remembering that energy of, we need to complete the project. We need to remember the fire that got us going to begin with, not start a new fire. We need to focus our energy on what we already started so we can complete it. Yes. So do you know what you're going to be doing, Ingrid? Uh, I mean, I guess probably more of this art stuff. I have enough stuff to make like five tiled tables. I have all of these sprays here. I made a bunch of sprays for this market. I need to just get everything up on the website and have it all online so it can manage itself. It doesn't need to all sit in my dang house because I don't have room for this shit. Literally like clearing my space of the projects and allowing them to just be done. Like once they're online, they're completed. I can still keep doing markets, but the act of it being all in order and ready to sell and be out of my hair. Yes. Yes. Retrograde Mercury retrograde is like a procrastinator's paradise. Yes. Because (laughs) thanks for calling me out. (laughs) It's like, yeah, new energy, new projects. And then the retrograde ends, and those projects are like a quarter of a way finished. And then you're like, I should have finished these other projects. Where last time finished this other project I've been working on it for over a year. Last time Chris was like, Do not, I will not, I will not start a new thing with you. You have to finish this, like you have too many things that's about Mm -hmm. enough Mm -hmm. you can't you can't hoard all of your ideas you can't hoard a thousand businesses you got to finish it and i was like fuck and i was so Mm -hmm. pissed that he said that because he was right and i was like ugh. Yeah. I just want to start something new because it's more fun. Yeah, exactly. You and then I'm going to hate myself because <laughs> I have 9,000 unfinished projects. Exactly. So this is a great time to finish projects, get your life in order, your daily routine, get on a schedule, mm-hmm. get on a schedule and don't let anybody change your schedule. If anybody wants to work with you, they need to work within your schedule. Uh, my friend Gio was like, I was like, should we do something today or tomorrow? And he was like, I said I was going to do all my stuff on Wednesday. You have something tomorrow. Just stick to everything that we're doing. We need to keep the promises to ourselves and we'll work in the shit around it. If you need to leave for an hour, who cares? I'll entertain myself. Like, 
we need to make sure we're staying on task and accountable. And I was like, this is literally what you just said. It's like, no, we don't need to change our schedules to accommodate things. Everything Mm -hmm. will work into it. And we're just going to keep moving forward. Yeah. Because things aren't efficient if you're constantly changing your schedule. No, they're not. And then it's hard to just manage a schedule when it's not the same all the time. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Moving on to Friday, August 4th. We've got the moon again, which is transited down into Pisces where it forms a positive sextile with Pluto in Capricorn, which is squaring the North Node in Aries. This is the final day that we're talking about this aspect. I hope since we started talking about this on July 17th that you have really been able to step into your power as an individual and be authentic in terms of what you bring to the equation and really being assertive and climbing towards your goals. The, the sextile with the moon in Pisces brings a bit of that compassion and sensitivity Mm. of to your goals and, and really being able to look back and sort of sit with where have I been since, uh, since July 17th, what, How has my life grown or improved or shifted or changed since July 17th? Reflecting on that. Today is a day of reflection. Mm. And through that reflection, showing yourself compassion, being empathetic to everyone else involved, and having faith that everything that you've done since July 17th is exactly what you needed to do in order to get to where you want to be. Even if you don't feel like you're as far as where you should be, that's where the compassion comes in. If you're not compassionate with yourself, then you're lacking faith. Yeah, it's all going to come together as long as you're, even if it seems like nothing's going anywhere, if you just stay consistent and keep doing the work, it will all add up and it will pay off. We can't Mm -hmm. force an outcome, but we can stay consistent and eventually things will fall into place. Yes. It's like Gabrielle and I have been watching this uh, this show, The Affair. She got super into it because what's that? I almost started. Wa- I almost started watching it. Yeah, <laughs> it's really good, especially the first. I'd say two, one and a half seasons. I mean, I'm sticking with it because you know I'm invested. But one thing that they talk about. In the show, they mentioned this. It's it was really kind of eye-opening. There's there's a lot of profound sort of uh dialogue and perspective on perspectives on life. I mean, obviously, there's an affair that happens, and it talks about being unfaithful as opposed to being faithful. If you have an affair with someone then you they say that you are being unfaithful which means you no longer have faith in the relationship no longer have faith in the relationship so when you think about this pisces energy and it's about faith and if you're if you're in a crisis of faith the way to work through that crisis of faith is by showing yourself compassion and being empathetic to the ones that you're in relationship with. If you can be empathetic, Mm -hmm. 
then if you can be compassionate, then you can be empathetic. And if you're empathetic, then you can have faith that, you know what, things may not be working out exactly the way that I want them to, but they're working out however but they're I supposed still to have Yes, but I still have faith that, that this is what it's supposed to be yeah. and it will get better. So hopefully maybe that's what this aspect is about on Friday, August 4th, Saturday, August 5th. The moon continues transit into Aries where it forms a positive trine with the sun in Leo. So this is a big expression day. We've had the reflection and compassion of Friday the 4th, Saturday the 5th, the sun trying the moon, the sun in Leo trying the moon in Aries. This is a fire, fire connection, big expression, opening your heart, being authentic in your emotional expression, you know, telling your partner, I'm having a crisis of faith right now. I'm trying to be compassionate with myself about what's going on. I'm trying to be empathetic with you, but it's really hard. And this is why it's hard. I'm going to express to you what's in my heart. I'm going to say some things to you that are, that I'm, I'm insecure. I'm afraid to say, but I have to have the courage to be authentic with you, to truly express what I, what I'm feeling on an emotional level. Because an open heart is a strong heart. And if I'm going to hide and be and close myself off from it, then our hearts will break. And they, I mean, they go hand in hand. It's like, if you're being the moon is, wait, we're on Saturday, right? Saturday. The moon, yes. Okay, the moon is in Aries. So it's like yep. being direct with your emotions yes. and then also having an open heart about who you are. It's like, there yes. is nothing more powerful than being direct and having an open heart. It's like, yes. you're not going to say things in a shitty way when you're just, you're just being honest about how you're feeling mm -hmm. and no one can, it's just a fact that this is how you feel mm -hmm. and you're sharing it with whoever you're in relationship with. And it's something that they need to know so they can be compassionate towards you when they understand what you're going through, then they can be compassionate. If you're hiding it, they're not going to know how they, they, you can't be compassionate if you don't know someone's going through something mm -hmm. it like once we kind of peel back the curtain a bit you're like oh they're going through some shit oh of yeah, course exactly. i know why they're acting that way exactly. i know why they're being weird yes. it's fine we we get it how can i be empathetic with you if i don't know what's going on with you and usually as soon as you share something people are all like oh got it yeah that explains yeah. a lot fuck i wish you would have oh. told me because then i wouldn't have snapped back i would have been like oh she's just having a one of those one of those days and we all have them like mm -hmm. it just makes everything more smooth when we can express ourselves honestly yes yes wow okay so that leads us to sunday august 6th this is the sun in leo again forming a square with jupiter in taurus so a lot of energy has built up this week, as you can see how the planets have shifted and it leads us here to the sun squaring Jupiter, the planet of light, life, and vitality, the sun squaring off with the God of thunder. Uh -oh. Leo is the heart. Taurus is the throat. 
Maybe our heart is stuck in our throat right here. We're having a hard time expressing everything that we're feeling in our heart and verbalizing it. The heart is stuck in the throat. So the focus is to really ground into your values, what's important to you, and how those connect to what's in your heart. Maybe you've been pushing yourself too hard and you need to dial it back. Maybe you've been more extravagant uh, than, than you should be. Uh, and you need to just kind of ground in to the reality that, yes, this is my heart, but the reality says something different. So the connection between the heart and the reality, the heart can help move the reality a little bit, but it's going to take some time. Or the reality is going to shape the heart in some way that will, hopefully they're, they're shaping each other. I mean, it's kind of like we don't always get what we want, even though this is the thing we want. We don't always have it. So we kind of have to shift and be realistic. Like Taurus is is reality. It is the material. So no matter how much we want something, that doesn't mean we always get what we want. Wow. This is just blowing my mind right now. What you're saying, Ingrid, right? Because, uh, (laughs) you know, the the song uh from we the don't Rolling Stones. always get what I, we want. you can't that- always get oh. what you you can't <laughs> always get what you want but you get what you but need it, but if you try sometimes you might get what you need what's tripping <laughs> me out right now is the man who sang that song or who sings that song mick jagger mm-hmm. is a leo sun okay and a taurus moon okay 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 so he understands his desire for the heart of what he wants, but then the reality of, you know, the need is the yeah. Taurus energy. His, his what he wants is what's in his heart, which is the Leo energy, but what he needs is that Taurus energy because that's the reality. Yeah, and that's the Fuck. comfort. <laughs> so wild that, that the guy that. who's who wrote that song is a Leo Sun Taurus Moon. I mean, it makes perfect sense. He would totally understand that. He's in conflict with each other himself. <laughs> his emotions and his identity are in direct conflict with each other. Wow. Such a trip. All right. Well, uh, do we have time for questions or comments or anything like that? Um, okay, so I do have a question. We've been shifting our questions. We're trying to shift our questions. We have some here still backed up, but we'd love to hear more in the Q&A section of Spotify. If you write into us, we'll answer your question here on the podcast, but we'd love to know how you're incorporating the astrology forecast into your week, like what's been happening with you guys. I think that would be some really fun stuff to share, but we still have some questions here. Um, Carleen, Carleen? Carlene wants to know what happens when the moon's in Capricorn. Well, okay. So like we said, the moon's in Capricorn this week. It starts the week. Monday, it's in Capricorn. The moon's the planet of the emotions. And Capricorn is the cardinal earth sign symbolized by the goat and ruled by Saturn. The planet of responsibility, hard work, achievement, and authority. So when the moon is transiting through through Capricorn, it's bringing an emotional sensitivity to responsibility, to the work that is required for you to achieve your ambitions. We're when the moon is in Capricorn, we're all feeling 
more emotionally tied to our goals and yeah. our, our ambitions and where are we on the mountain as we're trying to climb to the top. Maybe we're feeling frustrated with ourselves that we're not as close to the top as we should be. We need to work harder. We need to buckle down. Yeah. We need to really hone into uh, our goals, which means taking responsibility. So the moon in Capricorn is urging you to take responsibility for the goals that you want to accomplish and achieve by committing to doing the work required to accomplish and achieve those goals. Yes. Um, I have another one here mm -hmm. from Megan Cortez. She said, can past life events affect you around the same time year after year after year? I had a falling out with an old BFF in July years ago. I always feel an emotion feel emotional or I have nightmares about it during this time of the year. So, okay. Yeah. This is a good one. Megan Cortez. Yeah. Uh, so the sun is always in the same place every year right now where the sun is, is where it was last year. That's why on your birthday, astrologers will call it your solar return because the sun is returning to where it was when you were born. So if you are having, you had a falling out with your best friend in July, years ago, you always feel emotional and have nightmares about it, about it this time of year. Depends on when in July, but you know, until July 22nd, the first three weeks of July, the sun is in cancer. And that's Very the emotional. sign of emotion. So yeah. everyone's feeling a little more emotional or past. sensitive during this time. Yes. And focused on the past during this time. If, if this is a, a time of year where you struggle, I'm going to guess and say that you have key astrological points or planets that are in Aries or Libra. So, if that is the case, then when the sun is in Cancer, as it is in July, it's squaring those planets in Aries and Libra, which is creating challenges in various aspects of your life. So, yeah, I absolutely. I always know when the sun is squaring my sun, when the sun is squaring my moon, when the sun is squaring my Mars. Those I know those are going to be difficult times when the sun is squaring my uh, my Pluto. Those Ew. are difficult times of the year. <laughs> so I got to give myself extra grace on those days. Absolutely. Amazing. Great so question. If you, yeah. If you want to get deeper, Megan, contact me for a reading at theweeklytransit.com. I thought she was saying past life, but she oh. was saying past life events, as in like things yeah. that happened in this life. So I'm yes. back now. Anyways, yeah. if anyone yeah. else was wondering, exactly. I was like, wait, what past life? <laughs> That's this life. Yeah. But yeah, but she's I talking mean, about in this life. Yeah. I mean, I think I've also heard, I mean, obviously this is astrology related and we do go through the same patterns year after year. Those things are always getting touched on, but I have heard things about grief, like, you know, and people passing away, even though maybe this person didn't die, but you're the, that we go through like a season. It's like, we remember these seasons in our life and it is a, you know, it is like a passing away of a friendship. So maybe it is also something to do with just like the reality of, you know, maybe some unprocessed grief around this relationship. And it's sad. 
that it didn't work out even if it's just a friendship it's fucked up it sucks when people mm-hmm. that we're very close to are not in our lives anymore it's a death totally. of that that relationship yeah it hurts yeah mm-hmm. well thank you for your questions and we'd love to hear um just what's happening with everybody some little tidbits some little gossip how you're incorporating the astrology and what's happening with you so write us yeah cool right. thank awesome. you thank you thank you so much scott you're welcome ingrid i will see you next week see you next week Thank you for listening to the Weekly Transit. Follow us on Instagram for daily updates about the planetary alignments and how to work with the energy. If this podcast is helping you navigate life more gracefully, please subscribe, rate us five stars, and share with your friends. If you're ready to go deeper, book a personal reading with Scott or sign up for his new moon full moon class at theweeklytransit.com. The Weekly Transit. 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 Transit.